Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into this week's edition of the Auburn Live Recruiting Show. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3. Today is Wednesday, uh, November 22nd, 2023. We're one day from Turkey Day. Dressing, son. Hey, we've got a lot to talk about today. We've got a lot of recruiting going on. Auburn hosts Alabama on Saturday, and uh, there will be dozens of elite recruits in attendance. Um, start off, we're going to talk to me about it all. Mr. J. Head, Mr. Cole Pinkston. How about you, fellas? How about you? How about you? How about you, brother? How about you? Lots to talk about today, folks. Well, you know, Sunday was more about um, more about the loss, more about the team. Uh, today, we want to get in down deep with recruiting. Before we do, if you're looking for a house in or around Auburn, Opelika, Lee County, look no further for the help you need. Miss Jessica Andrus with the Talons Group. Give her a call, 334-704-4442. She is a five-star realtor. She can find the house you want. She can get rid of the house that you no longer want. Uh, she's fantastic, and she will do it all. Give her a call, 334-704-4442. Tell her we sent you. Might help me out. All right, folks, huge recruiting weekend for Auburn, huge weekend period for Auburn. Um, we know of at least six. I think I, I think that's where it's going to stop. Six official visitors, five of whom are commitments. Let's see. You've got uh, Malcolm Simmons. you got Bryce Kane, Malik Blockton. Amon Lane, Amon Lane Gaines to be uh, yes, yes. Bryce Kane, Malik Blockton, Amon Lane, Malcolm Simmons, Caleb Harris. Oh yeah, Caleb Harris and uh, Roger Salipionga, pa- Salia Ponga, Salia Ponga. I nailed that. Didn't I? Look at you. <laughs> the beach is that way. <laughs> um, uh, so I like I like this. I like that they're bringing in the commitments, right? Yeah. And the only dude who has to travel across the country who probably needs to see it more than anyone, the game day atmosphere, all these unofficial visitors have been here before at least once, sometimes, some some of them at least twice. So a, a rather uh, pedestrian list of official visitors, is that fair to say? Pedestrian, but to me strategically smart. Right, there you go. A, these guys are going to be actively recruiting this weekend for Auburn, right? This is like having extra assistant coaches that you're bringing in to do peer-to-peer recruiting and continuously sell Auburn and allow the coaches to concentrate this week on the Iron Bowl, on only the Iron Bowl. Now, look, I'm not saying they're not recruiting. They are. They're doing their phone calls. They're doing their due diligence. They're going to make sure that they're doing what they need to do before the game, and they'll handle business on Sunday. But this just gives you extra hands and allows you to focus even that much more on a massive game for Auburn and making sure that the product that you put on the field is significantly better than the product you put on the field last week against New Mexico State. Big game, guys, all the way around. Smart move by the coaching staff to bring in these commitments. And then, obviously, Roger Saliaponga needs to see this atmosphere. He's never been to – I mean, he's been to an Auburn game, but it was Sanford, right? Right. Comparing Sanford to the Iron Bowl – I, I can't even make a comparison like, I, you know, this even somewhere close to, to what you would need to show the, the difference in magnitude of those two games. Yeah, I, I think it's smart. Um, it's an interesting dynamic to have all these commits, but it's kind of like you, you, the guys that are unofficially visiting and the guys that they want are going to watch them be pampered all weekend at the game. And it's like, okay, you know, it's an interesting look if you're uh, on the other side. And it's usually the other way around. It's usually the ones you want are the ones getting the official visits, getting pampered and all this. I think it'll be interesting uh, for that reason. And they'll look at the commits and go, oh, that looks nice. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, I, and also, I mean, when when we're talking about recruiting and proof of concept, as you like to say, Jay Head, mm-hmm. there is a need for proof of concept this weekend. Yes. you you got to – somebody asked on the board, you know, what, what kind of game – does Auburn need to play in order to help recruiting? And my answer was a pissed-off one. Yes. doesn't matter if you lose. Everybody knows you're not as good as Alabama right now. That's not a secret. Uh, but you need to look pissed off. It needs to look like it matters to the players. And, look, that will reflect to the recruits. Promise. The What is not pedestrian, and listen, I use that word only because it's, they're all, all committed. You know, there's not going to be a lot of – excitement from the fans is like, oh, man, what did he say? Or where are we, where do we stand? So, 
Uh, trust me, I, I, that's the only reason I'm using the word pedestrian. What isn't pedestrian? <laughs> oh, it's not working. <laughs> it's, it's only a lot. No, it worked before the show, man. It did. <laughs> Jeffy making shadow puppets now. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> what is not pedestrian is the unofficial visitor list. It is stacked, dude. We've got a list at Auburn Live on three right now. By the way. Auburn Live on 350% off annual subscription. Go check this out, man. And you can still do the $1 a month if you'd rather do that. Uh, let's see here. I've got uh, on the unofficial visitor list, five-star Perry Thompson. He's a commitment. Five-star linebacker, DeMarcus Riddick. He's a commitment. Who is not a commitment is five-star wide receiver, Cam Coleman, who's coming back. K.J. Bolden, the five-star DB, who's committed to Florida State, will be there. Five-star DB, Zaquan Patterson, who is committed to Miami, is expected to be there. I'm going to five-star wide receiver, Ryan Williams. Four-star quarterback, K.J. Lacey. Both of those guys are 2025 20, as of now. Uh, five-star OT, Mike DeBose, who was here last week, is coming back. He's committed to Georgia. Uh, all the commitments, uh, as far, all of Auburn's commitments are, are going to be here. Walker White is making the trip from uh, Arkansas. But, and Michael Smith, I think. Look, Cole, Cole had an Auburn's top ten most wanted list this uh, Wednesday morning on Auburn Live on 3. I counted. I would... I think the only two that I'm not, I'm like, okay, they're not coming. LJ McRae plans to be at Florida, Florida this weekend. Florida State, uh, I think it's in Tallahassee. Yeah, wherever that game is. Oh, it's in yeah. Gainesville. It's in Gainesville. It's, it's in Gainesville. Yeah. Okay. okay, he's planning to be there, and then of course Seth Wilfred is a JUCO guy. I think he's playing. They've got a game. He's not expected to be in uh, Auburn until then. But Cam Coleman, here's Cole's list: Cam Coleman, Jeremiah Beeman. Cohen Eccles, Favor Edwin, Michael Smith, Roger Saliaponga, KJ Bolden, and uh, David Iziomume, who is not confirmed, but I would be surprised if if he didn't. I mean, I, I I'll be looking for him. You know, I'll I'll be looking for him. So eight eight of the ten uh, most wanted will be on campus. Cole, nice list. Yeah, I mean, I, I put him in tears. You know that. It's it's our list. It's not Auburn's. This top ten most wanted deal, and it's based on what we've heard. These are the guys they want the most. Also, you know, Auburn needs to have a chance with them for me to put them on this list. And uh, I think Auburn does have a chance with all ten, but I put them in tiers. Um, tier one, you know. Oh, you're talking about your your most wanted list. Yes. Yeah. Okay. My bad. My bad. I was going. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, just just running through that list because most of those guys are going to be there. Uh, Cam Coleman, L.J. McRae, Jeremiah Beeman, Cohen Eccles, Favor Edwin, Michael Smith. That's that's tier one. So these are the guys that, you know, at least I'm thinking they're going to have a really good shot with. Okay, I, I even put L.J. McRae in there because I know how much they covet him. And, look, the NIL deals that go on are so above my head, okay, and above all of our heads. We just don't even – I mean, you got to understand, the intel that we're able to find, very rarely do we hear a number of what's going on. I've never heard a number, yeah. From someone I trust. I mean, I've heard numbers, but. Sure. Sure. Agreed. So that is the most secret thing you you can, I mean, if it's that secret, don't you think other coaching staffs who feel confident about a recruit probably don't know what's being thrown around for the most part? Well, you know what? I don't ask you what you're making for a living. Because it's none of my damn business. It's one of the most rude questions you can ask somebody. Hey, man, how yeah. much do you make? It's none of my, it's none of my business. It's one of the worst. It, it, that that asking a man that is like asking a woman if she's pregnant. <laughs> and I've made that mistake before. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! I'm serious. I asked my I asked my cousin, like, "Are you pregnant?" And she's like, "No." I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, never. We haven't recovered. She's never. Even if it's obvious, don't do it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You ask somebody else. If let, let, let yeah. them yeah. let that out. Right. So, yes, numbers. It's none of our business. It's right. none of our business. So we That's don't hear right. we don't hear numbers. We, we, we hear numbers, but we're not going to ask anybody that knows. Right. Yeah. And as far as um, whatever school is is putting those numbers, you know, to it's presenting those numbers to a recruit. It's none of anybody else's business either. So that's right. You got to remember, as we're getting close to signing day here, there's going to be some wild, wild things that you can't predict, that we can't predict. So I know who Auburn really covets, and that's how I put in tier one for those of you who look at that story. 
All right, let me give you some more. Uh, we named the really interesting ones. Then we're going to get some questions from the corner. But let me uh, hit that. Uh, K.J. Bolden, Zaquan Patterson, uh, Walker White, Bryce Kane. These are guys that have told us that they're, they're coming. Malcolm Simmons, Kylan Fox, the UCF commitment. Michael Smith, I think that's going to be one to keep an eye on. If this guy shows he's the South Carolina tight end commitment, this guy shows, look out. Yeah, Think about how smart that is to get him in on an OV or an unofficial visit, and you yes. still got the OV in your back pocket that you can burn in December when you dedicate the whole day to him. Same deal with Juice Solomon. Same is yeah. same deal with Zaquan Patterson. You have all yeah. the rest of those. Most of those guys they've OV'd here, right? Um, yes, large mm, yeah. majority of them have. But you're getting these guys in the biggest game, and then you still got the OV in your back pocket. Michael Smith, uh, DeAndre Carter, the commitment is coming from California. Cohen Eccles, I think, is a huge one. Massive. Yeah. Massive. I think we all agree he's probably the top O-line target. I think so. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I think so, yeah. Cohen Eccles. He has been all along. Favorite, favorite Edwin. Those two guys. Those two are your high, top two high school targets are coming in this weekend. Ever since they offered Cohen Eccles, and he was a no-star guy, he was not ranked – um, with anybody that I knew of, um, I just heard that Auburn just thinks he's the bomb, you know. So they made it this far with my – I really do think that they got a good shot. And, and the reason I'm saying I think so is I'm trying to rack back through my brain, like where were things tiered when we first started this recruiting cycle? Like how, you know what I mean, was he at the top when we right. started doing this in March? And as far as I can go back, I'm with you, Cole, the, the reviews on – on Cohen Eccles were always positive. There was never yep. like, hey, we, we wouldn't take this guy right now. It's a, yeah, we would take this guy. Absolutely. Yep. Let's see. Uh, I, I'll tell you what, let's, let's start at the, let's do this real quick by positions. Offensive line, you've got the top two high school guys coming in, Cohen Eccles, favorite Edwin. You branch out to tight ends. You've got Michael Smith, the top target at tight end, along with Kylan Fox. Yes. You bump out to wide receiver. you got the top target in Cam Coleman. Yes. And Ryan Williams, yes. the top two targets coming in. You jump back to running back. Kevin Riley has said he's coming. I don't really care at this moment. Auburn's. I don't. I think we've said this couple for the past two weeks. He's likely out. I think Chad Simmons actually wrote yesterday in Simmons Scoop that Alabama is kind of getting back involved with the Miami commitment. Yeah. Either way, David Eziomume, again, haven't confirmed, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him there. I think he. I think he will be there. So you've got the top target. At quarterback, Walker White, top target at running back, David Eziomume, top target at tight end, Michael Smith, top targets at wide receiver, Cam Coleman, Ryan Williams, top targets at offensive line, line. You muted. I touched my core. I touched, uh, so top targets at every position on offense. Then you jump over to the defensive side. Jeremiah Beeman, top target at defensive tackle. Uh, Waller, uh, who, I'm, I'm, I'm going out. Waller is, uh, He's there. Your cornerbacks. Uh, you got Jalewis Solomon. You got KJ Bolden. You got Saquon Patterson. Yep. Uh, and then if you want to jump down to the 2025 class, you got Naeem Offord, Derek Smith, Eric Winters. Just uh, linebackers. You've got all four of the linebackers coming Demarcus Riddick, D'Angelo Barber, all yes. those guys, Jamonte Waller, Joe Phillips. So you've got top targets at every position on offense and defense. Huge man, like th- yeah. this is the these are the kind of weekends that make or break a recruiting class from a pitch standpoint on the field. Correct, Cole? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and not just on the field, but the atmosphere when you get a loaded Jordan Hare Stadium and the Tiger Walk before and everything that happens. You know, the Friday night before a game and to the Saturday night after a game. That whole weekend the vibe you get, you know, the feel you get of the Auburn family, everything that's involved in that. These weekends are just huge, man, because kids can envision themselves playing on this stage, and there is not a bigger stage than the Iron Bowl, even in a down year for Auburn. Right. What it's like this year, what's it going to be like when it's a top-ten matchup and you're going head-to-head in JHS? That's what they're pitching these kids. This is what it can be like. This is the intensity with which we play this game. Did we say Jalewis Solomon? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, I just had a uh, a brain toot. And that's big if you get him in because it's Clemson versus South Carolina weekend. 
in Columbia. Oh, so okay. If, if yes. You, if you get him to Auburn versus to South Carolina and you've still got the OV in the back pocket, that's big, man. That's real big. I think that's, LJ took an OV in June, didn't he? He did. Okay. That's but the thing. Things that, go ahead, Cole. With these, the guys that are committed elsewhere, you you need to look at who, let's just say Florida, playing. for mm-hmm. example. Uh, Florida's got their rivalry game against Florida State at home. They're going to want their commits there. Just like Auburn wants all of their commits at this Iron Bowl. So if a guy's, let's say Amir Jackson, let's say LJ McCray were to go to Auburn for the Iron Bowl, that's a, you know, a red flag, but in a good way for Auburn. Sure. It's a red flag for the other school for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine like, imagine like, you know, Demarcus Riddick going to Florida this weekend. Or, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, man, how, how that would look, that would be the same as, uh, Florida, uh, Florida commit coming to Auburn, Alabama this weekend. A couple of guys that I'm keeping an eye on. They're not on the list, uh, but Cam Franklin, which I've got him at 10%. That might be too high on the hot board. I mean, I don't see a flip coming. Although, boy, I tell you what, he was committed to, uh, he was committing to Auburn. I, I, look, as Joe Phillips was committing to Georgia and then chose Auburn, Cam Franklin was committing to Auburn and then chose Ole Miss. It was the complete. Yeah. They pulled the okie doke on. That's one of my two misses on, on my um, RPMs this this year. <laughs> well, that goes back to what you were saying, Cole. There's some things that we just can't predict, and that was it. Cam Franklin was coming. Hell, if if somebody said Joe, I think Chad even put in a prediction to Joe Phillips to Georgia the day. You know that was true. It was right. Uh, just as just as you were with Cam Franklin, um, he hasn't been back since then. He's been very vocal on social media about coming to the SIP, the recruiting for Ole Miss. Yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if he showed up. He'll be he'll be a guy um, I'll be looking for, and I don't know that it would change much <laughs> about my feelings. Yeah, you know, cause I think the Egg Bowl is on Thanksgiving night. It's in Starkville, so if the kid just wants to get out and take the visit, that's a massive game to go to if you've got a pair of tickets. You know what I mean? Yeah, great relationship with Jeremy Garrett, and it's almost like, oh, yeah, man, you want me to come? I'll, I'll come over there, big dog. You know, we got a great great bond, um, but. I don't think it would move the needle much for me as far as Auburn flipping him. That would be a shock. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to hear something come out of that visit that just made my jaw drop, mm-hmm. change my opinion. I agree. So, uh, let's see, uh, 2020, we ran down the 2024 list. Real quick on the 2025 list, these are just the guys, and I'm sure there's going to be added to it. We talked about Ryan Williams and K.J. Lacey. We talked about Naeem Offord and Mikey DeBose. Ryan G. is coming back. I did, did by the way. I listened did to him you? when he told me his name this time. He said G. So there you go. The letter. <laughs> it's like it's like Jay Lee. Right. Ryan G. <laughs> uh Derek Smith, uh JJ Falk and CJ May both coming back from Highland Home. They were here uh last weekend. Anquan Feegans is coming uh from Thompson. I, I want to see Kendarius Reddick, the Auburn commitment that just kind of sprung on us. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Um Eric Smith, Eric Winters, Jared Smith, Alvin Henderson, Jordan Crawford, Malik Autry, Spencer Dallin, and then uh, the, the the kids from uh, Central Phoenix City. Now, Cam, Dalen Upshaw, Mal Waldrop, and Auburn just offered uh, the 2026. Yeah. Dude, this guy's Pritchett. good. Cameron Pritchett. No, 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 no. no. Tristan, Tristan Lyles. Tristan Lyles. Tristan Lyles. I, this kid can scoot, dude. He's like a track star. He, he's really good. I, I'm, I'm so I expect him to be there as well. So uh, stay tuned to Auburn Live on three. We're going to continue to update that list throughout the week, best we can, with it being Thanksgiving. See if we can get some confirmations, and then of course on Saturday we'll have a, a running uh, recruiting list leading up to the game with confirmation on who all shows up and maybe some surprises in there as well. Um, all right, let's get to some questions from the corner. Because these guys, if we missed anything, they will make sure we got it. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is a good question. I saw this before we came on the show. Nova Tiger 256 wants to know, will Auburn land one of L.J. McCray or Jeremiah Beeman? Will Auburn land one of those two guys? Man, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm gonna, right now, no. Yeah, I don't think so either. And I thought there was a good shot with McCray about three, four days ago. And since then, you know, People that I've spoken to, that's kind of cooled a little bit. Um, and I just don't know what to expect. I would lean no. I'm with you, Jeffrey. I would not lean yes. But, again, 
how desperate does Auburn get down the stretch for a big exactly. You know what I mean? Do they get Ole Miss desperate and pull the Cam Franklin? Right. Is that the route they go, or do they think, okay, we can ID somebody in the portal that's more immediately ready to play that gives us a better opportunity next year, and we pull the trigger there? Now, that's the problem is that, you know, the top end of the portal, that's expensive, man, Mm. especially a defensive and offensive line. So you just don't know how that one's going to shake out. Cole, what do you think? Well, we've talked about this a lot all the way to this point. Um, and I know I have been one to say, yeah, they got to get one. They got to get one of those guys. And it was between those two and Franklin at one point. Um, mm-hmm. now you're down to those two, honestly. I, I say, yeah, I said they're going to, they're going to get one. I do think sure. that they're going to be in a position where they go, I have to make this happen. Okay. Yeah. And don't put anything past you freeze. He's I, dialed I mean, in, man. I'm really just looking at the – I know there's the portal coming up, but the defensive line, I mean, you got – the rotation right now is just – you can't have that. You're not going to win football games with that. And it no. ain't, it's not because the guys in the rotation aren't good enough. It's because there's not enough in the rotation. Quality and quantity. LLH5, this is a good question too. Why does Ryan Williams, the five-star 2025 wide receiver, reclassify, reclassifying benefit Auburn? That's a good question. Immediate need and impact. They don't need them next year. They need them now. Right. Yeah, and they, can, they can sell playing time right now. That's got to be a pitch that's resonated with him being a junior in high school, technically, right now. And, and hey, if you were a senior right now, we'd, we'd have you on the field right Right when you get here, yeah. yeah. I mean, can you imagine being an eleventh grader and being told that by, you know, Auburn University or somebody? And Alabama's probably telling them something similar too. You know, you'll play, but Auburn's going, "Hey, you're the man." Yeah. Right. <laughs> we we are force feeding you the day that you get on campus, man. Like you see what we have out here. This is not the offense that we want to run necessarily. We want to make sure that, like Jeffrey said, we're a vertical shot offense that's, you know, able to spray the ball all over the field. And, Ryan, with the two guys that we can put on the outside and you in the slot, you are going to be the absolute cheat code for what we can do on offense. You know, so that's 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 the pitch. It's, I mean, guys, I'm not trying to be mean about anybody that we have on this team. I'm not trying to, to talk down or be derogative towards any of those players, but they just aren't. In the same, they don't have the same talent scene that a kid like Ryan Williams has. They just don't. Well, Jay, if somebody ever called you out, you just point to the results. I mean, (laughs) bless you. (laughs) You just point to the results, right? I mean, it's not, it's not bad hearted or anything like that. It's not, it's just a business now. Right. Ski Tiger wants to know Does the transfer portal opening in a few weeks? Impact any of the high school recruits that have offers? Is there pressure on them to accept or face losing their spot? Jay Head, you said yes. I do. I do. Um, look, guys that are borderline offer guys, you know, or, you know, you need to be a pin snatcher this time of the year. If you've got an offer from an Auburn or any other school that you're considering taking and the portal's getting ready to open, coaches, look. They have to they have to weigh contingent on the situation they're in. What are their immediate needs? And if they need more portal than they need high school development, then that's where they're going to go, and that limits your opportunities. Now, I don't know that it necessarily the guys we just talked about in Cole's top ten, those guys have spots at Auburn regardless of what happens in the portal. I honestly believe that. But not every person has that same opportunity or is afforded that same opportunity. So there will be limitations placed on other players. So I would advocate to any high school senior that's trying to make a decision, make your decision. Find a, find a class, get into that position where you're not in jeopardy of missing out on a scholarship opportunity. My my one thing on that, and, and I agree with you, that is a smart move by anybody who's looking to get a spot. But at the same time, if they don't want you, they ain't taking you. Even that's if correct. you commit. And that's the world we're in right now. So – you need to have all your ducks in a row and have a backup plan if you're a guy that you think is on the fence. Right. That would be my advice. You better have a backup plan. Even if you are allowed to commit today, that may change 
in 12 hours. Uh, Miller Bauman wants to know, have we heard anything on Cohen Eccles and the two Juco offensive linemen being Javen Richardson yeah, and yeah. Uh, Seth Wilford? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we expect Cohen Eccles in this weekend. I, I've got him at 60%. Man. That'll be his first Auburn game, by the way. Whoa. What a game to be your first, right? Now, now Cohen Eccles, let's don't forget, did his dad play at A&M? Or he's, went to A&M? He's a legacy yeah. of some kind. I, yeah. I think they went there. I don't know. I'm not sure of the details, honestly. There, there's okay. a tie. There's definitely a tie. Okay. Uh, I, I've got him. I think Cole and Jay had both. Y'all feel uh, – am I wrong, or would y'all argue with me if I said I think – Excuse me. I think Auburn's the team to beat, even though he's committed to A and M. I would too far. Yeah, I would favor Auburn right now. The yeah. question is, who does A and M hire? What relationship do they have with Cohen Eccles, and how does that dynamic change things to a degree? I do know that you know I've, I've read articles recently where Cohen Eccles talks openly about his relationship with the offensive line coach at Texas A and M. Who does he hire that replaces that person? You know what I mean? And do they have the same kind of relationship and the same kind of effect? Those are things we can't predict right now. What we can talk about is today. And, yes, I think as as things are positioned today, Cohen Eccles is – I would favor him to Auburn, and I, I would hope Auburn can get him in the class sooner rather than later mm-hmm. because the longer he – the longer that drags out, the less confidence I'm going to have because of the, of the impending hire that A&M is about to make. Because we know that the and new I, coach can rejuvenate some energy, you know. Absolutely. I, I think that the Jimbo Fisher firing doesn't affect him all that much, and that's why I have a little bit of drawback just going all in on saying he's going to Auburn. Um, but I do think that they are really looking at the state of the Texas A&M program yeah. more so than – I mean, you got to think. Plenty of recruits, even though Hugh Freeze brought a lot of excitement to Auburn when he first got there. He started landing guys out of the portal. You thought, okay, maybe year one won't be this yeah. this total rebuild. Like, I mean, it, the expectations rose really high. And yeah. that's really not fair knowing what he was coming into, right? Well, recruits probably don't look at it the same way as fans, as we've said a hundred times. Um, so they looked at it as, well, the state of Auburn right now is not great. Which is why I've continued to say, you know, they're probably not shocked when they see Auburn lose a game like fans are shocked. New Mexico State is a shocking loss. Yes. That's the one where I say, yes, they are now confused. But watching them maneuver through this schedule, they ain't shocked. No. I did the math the other day. Auburn had to bring in 43 players. 43 players, it's 17 offense and defensive linemen just to have a competent three deep. That tells you where, the, typically speaking, head coaches don't walk into great situations when, you know, the, the previous coach gets fired. Like if the previous coach leaves and goes some other place, yeah, typically speaking, you're walking into an okay roster. But when a coach is fired in the way Brian Harson was fired in the middle of a year, you're typically walking into pretty much of a nightmare. And Hugh Freeze has been very transparent with these recruits as far as what it was going to take to get Auburn back to yeah. where they're supposed to be. And, and I don't mean to go off on a tangent there, but the point is even though A&M will probably hire somebody really good and, and they'll get in Echo's ear and say, look, you know, you're from here. This is your home place. The family might look at it and go, yeah, but the program, it's going to take a while. And in my time here. Hmm. Right. Are they going to rebound in time, right? Yeah, that, that's a question they have to ask, and it's, I think that's more important than, you know, who was or is the head coach at this point. I do think that's just as important, at least. Bo Dot Jerd, with exactly four weeks until an early na- uh, early signing day, is there a new target we have barely heard about, or one that most don't think we have a chance with that will sign with Auburn? Oof, that's tough. Uh, well. Not that I know of. No. I mean, I think you guys have done a really good job of kind of covering all of the realistic targets for Auburn. The one I'm probably watching that we haven't talked about as much since his commitment is Zaquan Patterson to Miami. What's the vibe coming out of his visit to Auburn, and does he come back for an official visit? If that happens, that's one that's that's been off the radar that we might talk about a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I agree. You know I agree. I mean? But – 
everybody else, I feel like you guys have done a really good job, especially with Michael Smith coming on as of late, the coverage you guys have had there. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Um, the Juice Solomon, us getting back into that situation. So those are all guys that are committed elsewhere. But, Cole, do you know of anybody that's like that, that doesn't have an offer? Or, I, I don't, man. I, I, hey, I, I'll throw a theory out there. If there is a if there is a guy, the position might be defensive line. Yeah. I mean, maybe a four-star from so-and-so who's committed to Missouri or committed to Tennessee or something. Auburn tries to make a move because maybe it's not looking great with L.J. McRae and Jeremiah Beeman. So they circle back to this guy. Something like that I could see happening. Okay. I, I think um, see a lot a lot of Auburn fans remember signing day surprises uh, yeah. over the years. Oh, for sure. Um, and, and that doesn't necessarily mean like it's a big four-star. It's just somebody you weren't expecting yeah. that signs with Auburn, like a Daniel Thomas yeah. who yeah. was not rated very high. Nothing against Daniel Thomas. Obviously, he's really good. He's in the pros right now. Uh, that was a great get by that staff. I don't know if this staff is going to just – I just don't know if they're going to go down their board. Well, Reach, as Cole yeah. would say. And I think it, largely this is a stance by a lot of college coaches, Cole, in that they're not going to take a chance on a kid that's borderline, that they like his – like they like him, but they just don't love him just yet. They'll go let him develop yeah. elsewhere and pluck him in two years from the portal. That's kind of the thought process by a lot of college football coaches right now in today's society. Right or wrong or indifferent, I, I don't know, because we definitely have developed some two- and three-star gems over the years. But there just doesn't seem to be that patience anymore. Like, either you're a prospect we absolutely love, yeah. or we you know, feel that need elsewhere. Yeah, and that goes along with the portal and everything, too, like you're saying. Yeah. Uh, that Why reach now when you can go know what you're going to get? Right. I will say this. There are some guys that I know that the staff are keeping warm, that they are going to continue to monitor all the way. I know that for sure. sure. I don't know who they are necessarily, but they got a few. And, and if my guess is if there's one, D-line, that sounds plausible. I say running back because you just yeah. never know with running there you back. Go. Jarquez Hunter was a guy they found right at the end, you know, at that time. Um, I think about Kay and Lee a year ago. Kay and, Kay and Lee was a guy that we, we were not really tracking, I don't think, at this point. Tracking, but, you know, the reviews coming out of that Penn yeah. State. We're not, not believing. Not positive, right? Tracking. <laughs> I mean, tracking imagine, not, yeah, 11 months ago thinking that Auburn was going to flip a kid from Ohio State. No luck. None. Not happening, big dog. But, yes, positions like that, Cole, where you've got some top targets, if you're swinging and missing at those top targets – Running back, defensive line. I can't. I can't think. Um, I think that's really it, man. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I. I don't see them reaching on a defensive back right now. I think they're gonna go to the portal for that one. Should they, you know, because they need a veteran. Like I don't think they need another young guy unless they get one of the ones they love. One yeah. position we don't have to worry about is linebacker. And Robert Dale one wants to know: Does Auburn have the best linebacker recruiting class in the country? With five star Riddick, four star Phillips, four star. Javante Waller and three-star D'Angelo Barber, who I can't believe is still a three-star. Um, I don't know. I haven't. I don't keep up with everybody else's linebacker class. Jay Head, this is a question that you would Florida, know more than me. Yeah, Florida has a massive yeah. linebacker class. They probably have the best one in the country. That one could still fall apart. Obviously, they lost Javante Waller, who was committed to them. Yeah, it's Ooh, a good hit there. They, <laughs> they lost Waller and still have. Boy, yeah. you, you gotta love you gotta love that when. 
one of the best linebacker classes in the country takes a hit and you reap the benefits of it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But but, yeah, but you still trail them. They still have a better class. I think so. Well, rankings wise, yeah. 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 Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, they got a Darius Hayes and a handful of others that are big top uh, players. Miles, okay. the guy that was came Graham. on a few times. Yep, Miles yeah, Graham. Miles Graham. Yep, I remember him. Um, W-10-5-1. Go ahead. Top 10. Top 5, top 10 for sure. Just in the class, uh, linebacker class. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah, I can't imagine there being um, many more better than that, at least on paper. W-Tidwell 5-1, with the portal being Hitman for Hire Mercenaries, was I think uh, it's sell source. Yeah. <laughs> like Jay Lee said the other day, does this change recruiting, uh, i.e. to take less from the portal and more from the JUCO ranks? I think the numbers more dictate that, don't you think, Jay Head, that you just don't want to build a program from the portal? No, that, right. You still are going to go to the portal. The the best teams do. I mean, minus yeah. Clinton, who's to this point, Dabo has been very skeptical of, of bringing Stubborn. In, yeah, of bringing in portal guys. But what you want is a culture built from high school and junior college prospects that you groom and develop, right? And then you want to augment your needs. You know, the sweet spot is like five to seven guys every year from the pool. Yes. Right? Like that's that's where you want to live. I think Auburn's going to be a little above that this year, more in the eight to maybe 12 range. And I think 12 may even be a little too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they're going to be – you you want to whittle it down to where you're five, seven guys max from the portal every year. And the majority of what you're bringing in is from the high school and junior college ranks so that you develop that winning culture we talked about, learning to play together, learning to go through adversity together, holding people accountable. So when you got these guys that come in from other spaces and other locker rooms and maybe they're a problem, you got guys that are ready to straighten that out real quick. And you're policing yourself in the locker room with the culture that the coaches have set forward. So that's where you want to be. We're just not there yet because of the state that you found the roster in. You're still going to have to go a little bit more to the portal than probably the coaching staff is comfortable with. You know, the portal is now the new JUCO. You think back to Tuberville's years. Remember when Mississippi State used to be the JUCO, yeah. you know, and, and and now it's the portal. Who's who's building out of the portal? So yeah. um, Jackie Sherrill would sign, what, 20 guys? Jackie Sherrill, there you go. There you go. I, 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 it was before Sylvester Croom. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, S. Rainey, 13, which player that Auburn brings in this class will leave Auburn with the biggest legacy? Ooh. That's a, a good one. A little opinionated here. Uh, let's see. The biggest legacy, you know, is it a Tracy Rocker? Is it a Kurt Crane? Is mm. it a Carnell Barry Williams? Thompson. Is it a – I think it's Barry Thompson, too, man. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I really? do. Like, or Walker White. You know, that's kind of the obvious choice. I think it's Barry Thompson. Um, dude, he's just a leader to me. And I'm not saying that Campbell yeah. is not or, or other guys, but Perry's just that guy that gets it. I mean, I, I think he's going to be a guy from day one that's going to do everything the coaching staff is asking him to do, and he's going to find his way onto the field. And over three years, you're going to see him continuously pop up. And I think people look at him as a turning point, too, because – of of flipping from Alabama, the way that it happened, the way that it, nobody believed it could happen, and, and then they do it in year one, flip him, he comes in, makes an immediate impact, and he's got a good career. I'm, you know, that that seems to be why he's the easy choice. I'll give you a wild card choice is um, DJ Barber. Yeah. Mm. The reason I say that is because one of the very first things I thought about DJ Barber when I watched him was, you know, he reminds me of Deshaun Davis. They played for Auburn. He reminds me of that kind of guy that is just a fiery competitor, but he, for some reason, when he makes a play, it seems like the crowd's just a little bit louder. Like, they're they're just pulling for that guy. And he, he's got a really good connection with, you know, Auburn folks. I feel like DJ Barber's going to be that guy. Hmm. Very Josh Bonds-esque, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just playing. I mean, I want to take, like, Bryce Kane and Malcolm Simmons just because of the Dreek Smith. Y'all remember Rodriguez Smith? Yeah. He, he was a walk-on, but he was uh, – everybody remembers him. I mean, he was he was just that guy. Yeah. Uh, Look, we've talked about Ryan Williams in the slot, but Bryce Kane in his own right, man, I mean, yeah. he is a bona fide player. I mean, he, he, you don't get Ryan and Bryce as your slot guy. I still think he's a guy that's got – 
NFL-type potential. Okay, I, okay my, my Rodriguez Smith comparison, Dreek Smith, to those who knew him well. No, I'm just kidding. Um, everybody was looking at James Swinton and these guys and the scholarship guys, and here comes little old Dreek. It was Auburn's top wide receiver. That's what I'm thinking. You know, everybody's looking at Perry and, you know, Cam and Ryan if they should come. And, you know, here comes Bryce Kane or Malcolm Simmons, who ends up being, you know, the Drake Smith of that class. That's true. That's that, true. That was, I'm, I'm reaching here, but that just throw that against the wall. Let's see if it sticks. That's not a reach. I mean, yeah. nobody knows how anybody's going to develop when they get to the next stage. You know, what is your, what's your drive and your fortitude like to push through adversity? When things get tough, do you quit and lay down or do you push through it? And I'd be willing to bet with you guys like Malcolm Simmons and Bryce Kane, a little overlooked. Mm-hmm. Do they come in with that chip on their shoulder just wanting to prove you wrong? Okay, you think they're better than me? Guess what? Yeah, I like I, it. I think they have a couple of guys like that in the class right now, Jay Head. Yeah. Um, I think there's a couple they didn't take that they're going to regret, like Christian Peterson. Um, I, I, I don't. That's just my opinion, man. I may be wrong. He may not be that good, but I think he is, and I think they'll regret taking a guy like that for that exact reason. I think he's a per- perfect fit for what Auburn is, and you know, sometimes you just need a guy that may not exude. This is a five-star type of athlete, but he's going to hit somebody in the mouth. You know, they just play right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Malcolm Simmons, Trooper Taylor's towel wants to know who is the best at best athlete of the commits. Someone who could you could see at multiple positions. Malcolm Simmons. Malcolm Simmons. He is just dripping with athleticism and twitch. Um, what if J. Lewis Solomon was still committed? He's a good one. He's a good one. I still think Malcolm's a better. Okay. Me too. Me too. Yeah, Malcolm could easily play defense when he comes in and be. A stud. Yes. And um, I'll go Riddick, too. I think Riddick can play all over the place. And then if you're talking about pure athlete, Bryce Kane's another one who's a two-way guy who also plays baseball at a very high level at Baker. So, yeah. I, you know, there's a there's a good group of athletes in this class of guys that have raw tools that have not been fully tapped into yet. Yep. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, Trooper Taylor's table. All right. Jekyll? How about zero or nine? What? Joe Phillips playing quarterback right now. <laughs> oh. Sign me up. <laughs> he he popped in my mind. He popped in my mind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you think it's Jekyll or Jekyll? How about that dude I like, right there? I like Jekyll. I like, like Jekyll and Hyde? All right. Okay. That'll work. If you had to say right now, which one of the following players is more likely than the rest to flip to Auburn. And here are your options. K.J. Bolden from Florida State, L.J. McCray from Florida, Zaquan Patterson from Miami, or Kim Franklin from Ole Miss. Most likely to flip. Most likely than the rest. Oh, so if you're So let's rank them one to four. Most likely to flip. One for me is L.J. just because of the emphasis they'll put on it. I, like, I put my odds higher there. Now, I don't love the odds on any of these. I don't either. But if I'm going to stack odds, I think the emphasis they're going to put on defensive line recruiting and the relationship that Jeremy Garrett has with L.J. McCray, I'll put his percentage the highest of the, you know, of a very low percentage that either one of the four would flip. Yeah, I would say L.J., K.J., Zaquan, and Cam. I, I mean, I just got the Florida State fans out of my inbox for the Keldrick Falk thing last year. But I'm going K.J. Bold number one, and I don't think it's – I think there's a pretty good gap next okay. next after him. It I, seems you know a little I wouldn't argue with that. It seems a little shocking, and, and my reasoning yeah. is because I, I, am, I was up here with L.J. McCray and Beeman right here, but now I'm yeah. more like this. Sure. Uh, so I like I like Auburn's chances with Beeman a little bit more than McCray. I um, agree, but I just don't. I get a weird feeling about KJ Bolden, and you know the ones that you can't get on the phone at this time of year are the ones you're like, you know, Jeffrey. You know how that goes. Like uh, I don't know what to think about that guy, but I I would go the other way. The ones that do talk and the ones that tell you everything, those are the ones I'm weary of. And KJ Bolden's sort of that guy. Uh, yeah, it, regardless, I think the tier one of those is KJ and LJ, and the tier two is the uh, 
the other two, Zaquan and Cam. I agree. T. Keat! Where does Auburn go on the defensive line if it misses on Beeman? Uh, we were touching on this a little earlier. And maybe it's one of those guys that we haven't heard about. Yeah. Uh, I mean, let's be honest here. It's not like they're, they're, it's like, not, it's not like offensive line recruiting that you only have one commitment. You've got Dimitri Nicholas. You've got Malik Blockton. You've got, is that all? Um, TJ Lindsay. TJ Lindsay. Lindsay, thank you. You feel your needs. You got a guy stacked at each position. So now it's about who's that massive upside player. Cherry on top. The cherry on the top. And that's what they're aiming for. Does that come from the portal? Does that come from high school? That's what we don't know. I don't know that there's anybody that's been identified just yet beyond those two. Well, we can. There's your three that we know of. It is interesting, Jeffrey. You talk about the reach thing. Um, I I got the same message that you did about Brian Taylor. Hey, that's not who we want. And yeah. you know, fans will see him visiting Georgia and Florida and Tennessee and go, Psh, "Yeah, okay, I'm telling you." <laughs> I don't know. Listen, fine. That's fine. But I'm just telling you what we know. And um, they did not push for him. Okay. And what, that means that means two things to me. Number one, they might feel good about one of the two we keep talking about, McCray and Beeman. Yeah. And number two, it means they might feel good about their portal chances. If they don't feel like they need to reach. Or maybe they feel really good about Blockton, Lindsey, and Nicholas. I think that's true, too. I think they love all three of those. I think they're just – they know they need more depth, like you talked about earlier, Cole. Um, and I don't know how quickly those guys are all ready to play. Like, yeah. it, you know, I, mean, I think they're probably one year's worth of development on each on each of those three before you're ready to really start putting them on the field. Yeah, right. Uh, Tiger Mack wants to know which recruits are early enrollees. Those are the guys who uh, graduate in December – Finish courses in in, in, uh, in December and can enroll in January for the spring. Uh, I think most of them are. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the you know before it was an anomaly when a kid was like, oh my god, he, he's graduating December, dude. Now yeah. it's like, yo, you're not. Uh, you're not here till yeah. summer. It's the in vogue thing, right? right. Like to, to graduate early and go ahead. And, I mean, for me personally, like. Hats off to these kids for cutting their senior season short or their senior year short. Like, I would have wanted to go to my prom. I would have wanted to play basketball and baseball one more year. Yep. For these kids, you know, they, they're that motivated and ready to get to college and, and work on their craft, and good for them. I will say, like, Walker White will be here. I, seriously, that most of them. But I'll tell you what, I've been yeah. meaning to do this. I said this. But if nothing else Saturday, uh, if I don't get anything else from the commitments, I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out. Oh my god! It's like I, I, I you know, I sneezed on it. Went out. I'm going to find out who it is. I'm going to put a, a, a list up on the top of the corner. Here are your early enrollees of the commitments, and I'll keep that fresh up. I needed to do that two weeks ago. I said, uh, Marcus Harris. You know, we talked to him the other day um, at the at the media portion, and, and he was um, he reminded me that these guys could go be in bowl practices. Yeah, they can. I forgot. I forgot. He said. You know, I can't wait to get Malik in there with me in the bowl practice. I was like, oh, oh, yeah, you can do that. It's crazy, isn't it? That's, well, that's well, can you do it before December 20th, though? No, right? It has to be after they sign. Right. And I don't think they can travel. Uh, no, I, well, no, I don't think they can travel either except for on their own dime. I think they yeah. can travel if they, if they pay their own way. I don't think they can travel and practice is what I'm saying. They can travel and go and watch. But I don't think they can actually practice with the team. Dude, I remember this. They could. They can. They would sit up in the uh, in the stands. Yeah. I remember this. I think they've been doing this for a while now, if I'm not mistaken. But, like, Gus's teams, uh, an early enrollee would go, and they'd tr- I don't know if they would travel a little, you know, charter yet or whatever, but they would be the, the early enrollees over here on the side. Mm-hmm. Something to keep, in mind, uh, keep track of. It would be cool. Uh, we'll try to figure that out. Uh, Lord George, Lord George, Lord George. Also, what areas do uh, you see as the biggest areas of need that get addressed via the portal? Hmm. 
I listed this out the other day. I think you're looking at one quarterback, probably one to two offensive linemen, depending on what your high school, junior college class looks like. Two from uh, two on the defensive line, one pass rusher, one to two defensive backs, one wide receiver. That's where I've got it at. Yep. Seven to ten. Yep. Seven to ten is what you're looking at for that first wave. And then I think they'll make any adjustments they need to make contingent upon attrition. Um, And then also in the spring if somebody shakes loose. Well, this is an overtire 256. Will Auburn land a new starting quarterback in the transfer portal? I think there are two types of quarterbacks that Auburn's going to attract. There are guys that are going to be guys that are on P5 rosters that are just dripping with potential that haven't got a chance to play yet, like a Malik Murphy at Texas or a Brock Vandergriff at Georgia. I think those guys are going to be looking at their options because you're talking about two starters at those universities that are coming in Beck and um, who's the kid at Texas? Bowers. Oh, no. uh, Manning. Ewers. 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 Not Bowers, Ewers. Yeah, Ewers. Both those guys are looking like they're coming back to college for one more year. So those guys are probably going to jump into the portal. And then you're looking at G5 and P5 starters that are trying to get out of a bad situation. So, you know, I don't like a Michael Pratt. If Willie Fritz were to move on, what does Michael Pratt do? If, say, Duke's head coach, who's being rumored at Texas A&M, Mike Elko, Elko. What, yeah, what happens to, you know, Riley Leonard? Don't know if they're going to get in the portal or not, but that's what you're looking at. Those are the kind of moves you're trying to make if you're Auburn, if you're going to bring in a guy. Hmm. I don't know if they're going to get a starter because I don't know. I mean, you know, Peyton Thorne's Still definitely. Yeah, he, he's probably going to come back, and he's got a, as good a chance as anybody to win that job. Um, but a new quarterback, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's made to compete for sure. You got to think somebody's leaving. Yeah, somebody's leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's go with Jekyll this time. All right. We went with Jekyll the first time. Mm-hmm. One of the two was right. Which of the following scenarios would you say is more likely at this moment? A, Auburn lands both Cam and Ryan, or B, Auburn lands neither of them? A. A. Yeah. I, I, A. A. May not land any of them, but, I mean, at this point, I think it's more likely Auburn gets them both than they don't get any. Yeah. I would agree with that. I think the best odds are they get one of the two. Um, but then I would put the yeah. odds greater that they get two uh, in, in two of them as opposed to zero of them. Uh, it'd be uh, – man, it's, I'm ready to get some of this. You know, you start getting anxious this time of year. There's four weeks yeah. left. <laughs> it's like, all right, you know, there's not a lot. There, you know, as Cole said, there's like ten guys – I mean, seriously, Cole, besides the 10 that you mentioned on the most wanted, who's left? Uh, David Richardson didn't make the list, so he's yeah, a guy. Drew Lewis didn't make Drew the Lewis. list. Uh, yeah, Amir Jackson. Zaquan didn't make the list. Zaquan. Colin Fox. Colin Fox, yeah. Uh, Kevin, yeah, well, Kevin Riley, you know, how, not sure on that. So not a, I mean, really. The, I mean, Ron Williams, Ron Williams yeah. is not on the list because he's 25 right now. I would say most wanted, you've got the 10 Cole mentioned, plus Javen Richardson, plus Ryan Williams, plus uh, Jalewis. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Zaquan, if he decides to come back, I just don't think there's much hope that he's leaving Miami. No, I'm with you. I think what? I, mean, I think we need to – I mean, obviously we are – but we need to pay attention to who some of these visitors are at the Iron Bowl because we have a list. There's going to be more than that. Oh, my God. There's going to be names that pop up that you may not be Go back maybe to committed the, elsewhere that are not on our preliminary, hey, these are the guys we're watching right now list. Go back to the Georgia game and think about um, Okuz from uh, this committed USC shows up. Oh, yeah. Remember the defensive end from uh, was committed to Missouri shows up. Yeah. yeah, we'd never. I I didn't even know who they were. Y'all had to point them out to me. Like I didn't know who they were. Who who is that dude? Uh, submitted to USC. Yes. No, it was um. Oh, Cam Fountain. Cam Fountain. Yep. And then the I think it was Cam from North Alabama. He's committed to Missouri. Cam Dooley. Dooley? I think it's Dooley. Yeah. 
is committed to Missouri. Yeah. Auburn did. I mean, they're there, but you don't know where yeah. they stand. Cam Dooley, he's from Valley. No, he's committed to Missouri. No, no. Are you looking? Are you looking no. Um, oh no, Michael, no, no. Uh, Michael Brown or something. Yeah, yeah Jalen Brown. Brown. Jalen Brown. Brown. That's him. Yeah, guys like that. Cam Fountain shows up, and you're like, well, who? Yeah, who? Uh, Michael Brown shows up. Hey, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Well, there, there's another one, Cam Dooley. <laughs> Cam Dooley. He's a very yeah. yeah, and Jalen Brown's had a good senior year. I mean, he, he really has. He's done some good work this year. Is he? He's an edge, though, right? He's listed as an edge, but that's a big dude. Yeah, he is I, a big dude. He's got I a great think, frame. I think he's, he's a five guy. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's going to be a guy that's going to play that end position. Um, and either he's going to line up inside shoulder of the tackle or he's going to be – you know what I mean? It's slightly to the outside on the strong end. You know, does Mbakwe show up? Does uh, yeah. You know, guys, there, there's going to be some. I don't want to say they're surprises only because we don't have them on the list. Yeah, sure. And let's be honest here: Auburn's not necessarily going to tip their hand on everybody right. they're bringing in, right? Like they, they, exactly. they, it's I don't think people realize how much work you guys put into cultivating your own list that does not come from Auburn. You know what I mean? Like of calling your own sources and calling recruits themselves and talking to people and all the work that you put into it. Yeah. This, this I wish, they put together five hours on an afternoon. This is like weeks and weeks worth of work that they're putting together on this. I wish Auburn would call us and be like, hey, all right, here's here's a list. So you got this guy, this guy. Yeah. That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, back in the day, dude, I just go up and pick it up. You know, <laughs> you know I mean, that's just how it was. Is it? Uh, but I tell you what, when you have to build it by yourself, you learn so much more because you're reaching out and you're communicating with so many different people and you're picking up little tidbits of information. Oh, no, yeah. he's not coming because he doesn't want to. And, oh, all right, well, I'm going to knock him off the board. And, oh, he is coming. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, but, hey, and I even said it on the list. There are guys that are coming that ask not to be listed. Um, yeah. There's a reason for that. Um, they're committed elsewhere. So sure. um, there's going to be uh, there's going to be even more. Uh, if you if you're not impressed by the list, just wait until you see the following the day after who actually came the confirmed list. And hell, we'll miss some then too. Yeah, because you can't catch your two man crew trying yes. to catch hundreds of recruits leaving. Right. The good thing about our our little group, man, up me and Jason uh, Caldwell, Cole Christian, um, man, w- w- when a big weekend like this, we'll work together to make sure everybody knows as much as possible. It's pretty cool, man. We'll. Uh, we got a good little group of uh, recruiting guys. Yeah, we all we all help each other out, um, especially on a big weekend like this. Sure. Yeah. Because man, Christian, you go get that guy. I'm gonna go get this guy. We'll swap interviews. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now it's on you to transcribe, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I'll, I'll send it to you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll send it to you for sure. Um, all right. Great show, man. Um, Thanksgiving is coming up tomorrow. Huge, yeah, man. I can't wait. Mm. You know, I thought I considered doing a three-day fast. But I, I'm, I, have you ever done that? I don't. I hey, do. A, I do a fast. Like we're having Thanksgiving tonight, which is why I'm outside uh, because my wife Emily is in there getting after it in the kitchen there. Um, yeah. I do not eat on the day of Thanksgiving. We had it at six o'clock tonight. I will not eat until six o'clock. Oh God! Oh, good for you. I hear you. That's how I, I, that's how I roll, bro. You wouldn't want to be anywhere near me. I'd be so hangry. Like no, man, <laughs> I can't do that. Are you Isn't a small? The, are you a small meals guy, Jay? Are you like a? I'll hit hit a meal here, here, uh, here, no, here. I, you know? I have three big meals a day, dude. Like I can. That, that's just where my metabolism's at with it these days. I do too, and it's just crap food. It's <laughs> terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> I, I went on and I had a hamburger every meal. Like it was awful. French fries, you know, chocolate covered pecans. You know, I, I, when I lived tires. when I lived in. <laughs> I lived in Bucky's and get me all this junk, man. <laughs> See. When I had when I had access to that when I lived in town, I ooh, yeah. yeah. Now I'm out in the country, you know. It, oh, yeah, I you gotta line at that. You gotta cook. You gotta yeah. find something. Yeah, you gotta cook. It's awesome. I love Thanksgiving uh, leftovers. It's like I'm going to buy a whole new Tupperware set to take with me 
Yes. My mom and dad, so I can come back. Um, love Thanksgiving. It's it's it's, it's uh, mm, we got good food too. Yeah, we got good food. Gotta get me some pear salad tomorrow. I gotta go buy that today. <laughs> um, I, I tell you what, there was a question. Um, you know, remember we took uh over two and a half commits a week ago. I think yeah. over the next ten days, nothing has happened, obviously. But before we go, to our last thing: Do we expect a commitment? Um, in the next today's Wednesday, so let's say the next week. I'll go with two. Okay. Yeah. I thought I'm going to stay on my number of two. I think two is is the number of what we should expect. I do two. I think I think two. I think two. Two. And listen, from here on out, dude, all of them are big, right? Yes, because yeah. you're. Now you're jockeying for position in the SEC. You're jockeying for position in, in your national rankings. And the coaches aren't necessarily worried about that. This is what we're looking at. Like, you know, because every commitment at this point, either A, all right, so look at the Cam Franklin, not Cam Franklin, Cam Coleman situation. You flip him from A&M, you almost trade positions of where they are, where they are to where you are um, in your national and how you're perceived, right? Uh Guys like uh, Michael Smith, you flip them from South Carolina, it drops South Carolina down the board a significant amount and mm-hmm. rises up the board. So, you know, those are these are all – Cohen Eccles, same way. Mm-hmm. Another shot at A&M, changes their position, rises yours. Those three additions alone, I think, get you in the top ten. Uh, hey, before we go, how about you this week? Anybody? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I got four. Okay. The whole corner, happy tea day to you guys, mm-hmm. girls. Um, appreciate you guys letting us put this uh, this show on for you each and every week and how many of you tune in. Please continue to like and subscribe to the channel. We're growing it. We're, we're, as Jeffrey says, we're moving towards 10,000 followers. But uh, just love and appreciate each of you guys, and I hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Time yep. two. And if you don't believe there's excitement, at Auburn right now, we've grown by about 200 subscribers in the past week or so. So, cool, man. We're bringing them in and joining the fam. So, yeah, absolutely. Everybody. I got four specific. Um, okay. AU Tigers 07. Oh, yeah. He's classic. Oh, classic. absolutely. Love him. Tom's too big, though. He's great. Yeah. He's been active this week. Um, he has. He knows it's a big recruiting week. He usually pops out when when it's recruiting. Yep. You know. Uh, T Dubham. T Dub Ham, however you say that. Is there uh is it T D U B H A M? It's two B's. It may be T Dub B Ham, actually. It is B Ham. T Dub. Yo, T Dub from Birmingham. Yeah, I think me and him yeah, I've known him for we we go back a little bit. Um It's like Travis evening. Williams from Birmingham, T Dub. He's been go. good on the board. We had a little discussion the other day. I thought it was a good one. So, okay. <laughs> Huston Hokinson uh, owned me with something. <laughs> I posted uh, I posted where the Auburn commits and targets rank in the update on, on 300. And, you know, anytime – it don't matter what happens. People, you know, they're going to not like rankings. It just oh, seems to be – you know, death taxes, not liking rankings. So mm-hmm. Huston Hokinson posted, <laughs> none of our commits actually dropped. Just a lot of other guys moved up. That's all that happened. <laughs> Stating the obvious, I like it. Oh, it's good. And then I'll go with Denny1034 is, is my fourth one. D-E-N-N-Y-1034. Yeah. All right. All right, let's go. I got Howard Rourke. A.U. or Howard Roark, depending mm-hmm. on what movie you watched. What was Roark from? Remember that? Uh, Roark. Isn't Sounds that like from uh, A Time to Kill? Was it, it sure was. Maybe? Yeah. yeah Roark. Time, it, it is. That was the last name of the uh, of Sandra Bullock's character. Roark. Miss Roark. Yep. All right. Cool. Uh, and at Hamilton WDE. Great. Great poster. Ooh, he doesn't like me. Past couple. I, oh, for I, real? Yeah. Hamilton WD, yeah. you better watch yourself, big dog. No, no, no. Hamilton's good, man. He's good. I just think we just had a little, you know, little thing, man. That's what families do, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I have to step in. 
because <laughs> uh, both of them is good. Play. Oh, so Howard, how about you to Howard Rourke? How about you to Hamilton? How about you to AU Tigers 07 times two? How about you to Tita from Birmingham? How about you to Huston Hokinson? How about you to Denny 1034? And how about you to the corner? Appreciate y'all. Man, fantastic. Hey, Jeffrey, can I add one more? I'm sorry please, about that. Please, please. A buddy of mine, um, he signed up with us not, not too long ago. Big recruiting fan and, you know, has a connection with one of Auburn's recruits. And, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. A.U. Okay. Sarge Wolf. A.U. Sarge Wolf. A-U-S-A-R-G-E. Let me make sure. It's A-U-S-A-R-G Wolf 559. There you go. Don't let me spell it. Jeffrey will be looking for the next two hours. <laughs> that's how you spell Sarge. I think it's the S E A. Yeah, I think that's uh yeah, I think you're right. But they like get those Sarge. I like it, big dog. Um I like it, I like it, I like it. Uh appreciate it. Let's do it. Um let's see. Everybody stay tuned, locked in to Auburn Live on three throughout the week. We're gonna be killing it. And um we've got that special right now, big game special, fifty percent off an annual subscription, which I think equals to about four fifty a month for the next twelve months, or you can try it for a dollar for a month. Um either way. Come join us, man. We really, uh, we really love our subscribers. We really love our members, members only. One more time, Jessica Andrews with the Talents Group. If you're looking for real estate in or around Auburn, Opelika, and Lee County, give her a call, 334-704-4442. She's a five-star realtor. She is. She's a five-star realtor. Five-star realtor. Give her a call. Tell her we sent you. Um, all right. Let's well, so, uh, wrap it up. We'll be back Sunday night, hopefully talking about a big upset win over the Alabama Crimson Tide. We'll be back for the call-in show, 6.30 p.m. on Sunday. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, everybody, for watching. For Jay Head, for Cole Pinkston, for Zach in the back, I'm Jeffrey Lee. Y'all stay at that left lane, especially you, you Florida drivers. Get out of the damn left lane. God. See ya.